Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here uh, to break down the two-game TBT basketball slate on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, yeah, fantasy sports sites, esports, including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and uh, Counter Strike CS Go. Um, again, guys, I want to say thank you guys for all the support. We're at 3.43 thousand subscribers. If you guys enjoy this content, which there's going to be a lot of, uh, making two, three, four videos a day right now. We have TBT, CSGO, PGA. I just uploaded my video for for the Workday Charity Open. We have Call of Duty upcoming this weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, but really excited to have some basketball. Um, it's been fun watching these games. Um, so, again, if you enjoy this content, you can leave a like button. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. Easiest ways to support me right now is this is all free content. And if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and review would be greatly appreciated. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we get into players and the prices for this two-game slate, what we can do is look back at my lineup here from Tuesday slate. So Tuesday, a lot of stuff changed since since I made that video, what, Monday night. And that's why it's very, very important to follow me on Twitter. It's in the description below, DK underscore underscore DFS. Um... One of the big things, Diamond Stoned was out. Um, so I mentioned I really liked Eric Thompson as a value play. He was only 53% owned. Uh, he was in the 4K range, 4.6K. I feel like that was the easiest play of the day with no Diamond Stone, he being, him being the only big. Also mentioned really liking Stevens once he was in the starting lineup. He was really cheap as well, 5.4K. They had an eight-man rotation, which was a, a obviously a plus. So... Um, those two guys, if you played them, if you started lineup with those two bigs, you were probably in pretty good shape. Again, Keen was an, another guy I spent up I really liked, former Central Michigan star. He just fills it up. Uh, didn't have like the overall like, greatest day, I guess, but 16, 6, and 3 with a steal. I'll take that, right? With no Diamond Stone, too, more usage to go around. Devendorf was one of those guys I mentioned at, at Bayham's Army. Um, it was a little bit tilting because he had a really good day, but did get in some foul trouble in the first half. A lot of people had Malachi Richardson. Malachi Richardson came in, got a couple of garbage steals. Yeah, I was tilting a little bit. Um, yeah, Malachi was fine. Jamil Artis was a little bit – he started terribly. Like I, I was tilting pretty hard on this, too. He had, like, four turn, turnovers and, like, a three in, in, like, the first half. Just – he did not look comfortable. In the second half, lucky, he's, luckily, he scavenged a decent day, eight and six. Um but, yeah, I mean, small forward was really, really thin. Um, so I, I was okay with it. Uh, Rice was a guy. I was going back and forth with him and Octius. They're two, two of the cheap point guys I really liked. I mentioned really liking Rice, though, because, again, they're a little bit more shorthanded. Um, I don't know. I think Rice maybe slightly did better. I think 30, whereas Octius had, like, 27, 28. But those are two cheap point guards I liked. Again, guys, on these slates, I, the highest four are those point guards and the bigs. Uh, and then Malcolm Thomas, one for 21 fancy points at 5.2, wasn't bad. Isaac Haas was a little bit disappointing. That, that Syracuse zone, though, the 2-3 zone kind of affected him. Only one for 12, and they expected a little bit more. But all in all, cashed in uh, the big tournament, cashed in my showdown, but uh, ended up losing money overall in the day because I was two points short, or three points short in the $50 single entry. So... Yeah, like I said, the reason I was tilting was because Malachi Richardson was a guy that was super popular in this one, right? 65% owned, and there was only 11 entries in this one. Top three win cash. Um, but, yeah, Devendorf, for like four or five minutes left, got in foul trouble. 
I uh, picked up his third foul. Uh, he was low owned. He was 27% owned. So he was key for me. Um, but unfortunately, again, the foul trouble and Malachi Richardson came in, got a couple garbage deals in the first half. I was a little bit tilting and it ended up made the difference, right? A three point swing from no money to, to $100 in the cash. So, um, yeah, even though I cashed in, in the big tournament easily, even though I cashed in the showdown easily, still lost a little bit of money overall because I didn't cash the $50 single entry. But again, I'm always open and honest with you guys. Um, yeah, it, sure, it's a little bit tougher to cash in the high dollar tournaments because the sharp, or a lot of these guys are, are following it, right? They're they're playing the sharp plays, right? Um, but yeah, that's really the look back there. All right, let's talk about this two-game slate, and we have a lot to talk about here. Um, first, let's start with the first game here, and Big X versus, um, what is it, Reds, Red Scar. We'll start with the Big X side first. One thing I want to mention is, I don't know what DraftKings is doing. They have Nick Ward as a point guard. He's like a Jared Sullinger-esque. He's huge. So that doesn't really make any sense, right? Um, so just thought I'd mention that. I was like, what is going on? Um, a bad thing about this roster. Honestly, really bad thing, right? Well, so look at how many players they have. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. All 11 players played. That's not great. And to make things worse, um, the top guy in minutes was Nick Ward at a little over 23 minutes. Yeah, again, if they're going to play all 11 players and play no one more than, like, low 20s minutes, this is a team that's going to be tough to get on, to be honest. Now, uh, again, I think Nick Ward is interesting because they have him listed as a point guard. Uh, I kind of wish they had enlisted as a shooting guard because then point guards have a higher floor than shooting guards. Uh, you know, then you could have play a lot more bigs if Nick Ward was as a shooting guard. But um, I have some interest in just because he's a guy that's going to produce when he's out there, right? Um, he had a good day in limited minutes, went for 18-5 and five with an assist and a block, right? He's just a guy that, that can score the ball in, in, in a very short amount of time. He can put up a lot of points in a short amount of time. So, Sure, the minutes worry me. The fact that they have 11 players and they played all 11 worries me. But if he gets maybe a little bit more minutes, right, got 25, 26, I feel like he could have a pretty good day for his price point. And he's listed as a guard even though he's a center. So I have a little bit of interest there in Nick Ward. Uh, CJ Jackson at 6.7. He was pretty chalky the first slate because he was high-priced. But, again, they didn't play him a lot of minutes. Now, he is a guy that is talented, right, but he played 22 minutes. 6.7K. Uh, sure, he's still in play. Again, it's just the, the minutes worry me. Uh, Khalil Iverson, another big that I have a little bit of interest in just because he's another guy that can, can put up you know, points in a short amount of time. Uh, went for 11 and 7 of 3 steals. But all in all, I'm not super excited about this team. I really think you could fully avoid them if you want to. Because there's some other players on this slate that I really like and some teams that are a lot more shorthanded. Um, yes, yeah, so if we look at their stats the last game, right, Nick Ward had the best day, 18-5-1. You had Best go for 11-3-6. Uh, C.J. Jackson, 7-2-3. Clue Alverson again went for 7-11. But they played all 11 guys. Everyone got minutes. No one played huge minutes. Eh, right? I don't really feel good about it. Um... All right, so now let's move on to uh, the Red Scare here, who a lot of Dayton alumni here. 
Um, so they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys in the roster. So still a, a bigger roster, but uh, and again, mostly Dayton players here. One guy from Iowa State, um, one guy from Louisville. What I did was I actually dug up um, a game here from last year, and there were a lot of these players were on the team last year. So the three players that stood out to me, if you look at this box score, right where uh, Darrell Davis played about 30 minutes, Kyle Davis, 30 minutes, Devin Oliver, 32 minutes. And they were, you know, clearly the leaders on this team. Darrell Davis went 4 of 11, Kyle Davis 5 of 11, Devin Oliver went 7 of 17 for 22 points, right, all double figures points. Um, And those are the three guys that are listed at 7.2, 6.3, and 6.1K respectively. So I think all three look pretty good for the prices. Um, not sure. It's a different roster this year, but those are the three guys that kind of carried the roster last year. I have interested in them. Uh, Tillman, I would have some interest if he starts, uh, but yeah, i got to see the starting lineup. That's why it's important to follow me on Twitter, as always, so I'll give my thoughts as we get this news. Uh, but right now, those three guys uh, right below Tillman, Davis, Oliver, and Davis. I think Oliver would probably be my preferred play at 6.3 because small forward is you know, a little bit... Um, not the best options, I, I should say, right? And he's someone that looked good in that game, right? 30 minutes, 11 points. Or, no, he had 32 minutes, 22 points. Had a good shooting day. Uh, had, what, five rebounds, too, which is always good to see. So I have interest there. Um, and then as far as the center position, I'm interested to see if either Robinson or Thompson pick up the start. If one of those guys start, I have interest in that. Because, again, Biggs have the highest floor. If they start, you got to assume they're going to play decent minutes unless, again, foul trouble, right? I would say probably at least 20 is a safe projection, 20 to 25, maybe 30 at most. Um, but like I said, we, there was a lot of cheap bigs that I played uh, today. It worked out. Um, bigs just had the highest floor because of rebounding, obviously block upside. Um, so I'm interested if, if one of those guys pick up a start, whether it be Robinson or Thompson, I don't know a whole lot about them, but it's just a cheap big that would be in the starting lineup. So that's something to obviously keep an eye on as well. Um, all right, let's now move on to the final game here, uh, House of Pain versus, um, what are they called, uh, Carmen's Crew. So, House of Pain, a lot of former Illinois players. Um, we've already got to see them once here, and this is a little bit better to see, right? Because look at their roster. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, an eight-man rotation. That looks really good. I know Carmen's crew is one of the better teams in this tournament for sure, but when you have a shorthanded team, it's just, they just look so much better for DFS. So Mike Dom at 8.9K, he had a really, really good day. Went for 21 and 13 with an assist and a block. He also played big minutes. Uh, He played over 30, 31.1 minutes. Really good to see. So, Mike Dom, I know he's up there, 8.9K. Another small forward. Again, small forward actually seems to be a little bit better in this slate, but I do like him a good amount as a spend-up. Um, some other guys. So again, they, they kind of ran a, a, you know, a lot of guys got good minutes, right? Anders Feliz, 33.3 minutes. Malcolm Hill, 30.8. Billy Garrett and Nana Egu, 26 and 20 minutes, respectively. Um, yeah, right, Mike Dom had, had the best day, but Anders Feliz was also really good, 20 and 7. Malcolm Hill, 15 and 4. So those are the three guys that looked the best um, last game. Dom, uh, Malcolm Hill, and Anders Verlees. 
you know, I think Hill and Felice look pretty good. Again, I want exposure to this team. Personally, I'm probably going to play at least two or three of these guys because they're, they're so short-handed. So I do really, really like this team. Again, I want a good amount of exposure here. And a couple guys I do have interest in as well, Billy Garrett and Nana Eglu. Now, I know, they didn't really have the best day last game, right? Billy Garrett only 9-1-2, Nana Eglu 2-1-7 in a block. But the good thing was they played decent minutes, right? Nana Eglu 20, Billy Garrett 26.5. And for bigs, you expect a little bit more when they're going to get those type of minutes, right? So I think, you know, just people will look at those fantasy points per game will probably stay away. But the minutes look decent. The prices look okay. And, again, bigs have a higher floor. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Nana Agu went up and put out, like, 25 or Billy Garrett put up, like, 30, right? So I have interest in those two guys because they're cheap bigs that played good minutes last time. They're shorthanded. So, yeah, those two guys I do like a good amount as well. So, um, yeah, that really is uh, the look there for, for the House of Pain, a team I'm really high on for the slate, even though they are playing a tough team. I just like the shorthanded, and, you know, they played a lot of guys a good amount of minutes. And then finally, we'll talk about uh, Carmen's crew. So a team I personally dislike because I'm a Michigan fan, but uh, a lot of these players I'm very familiar with growing up watching Michigan basketball. I watched, like, all the games, so... Um, yeah, Carmen's crew for, again, a lot of Ohio State players I'm very familiar with. Aaron Kraft, one of my least favorite, if not my least favorite player overall ever in college basketball. I just hated him as a player, as a Michigan fan. Uh, William Buford, John Deeblers is a sharpshooter. Uh, Dallas Lauderdale is a big, I think is interesting on the slate. You know, a couple guys from not Ohio State. Uh, and then David Lighty, uh, Lizelle Smith, uh, McCammy. So, um. I also dug up, since we have not seen them play yet this year, a box score from their game last year against um, the Red Scar. Or the Red Scare? Yep, Scar. It's been a long day, guys. Uh, I have, yeah, made, put a work on the golf, worked, work on the golf spreadsheet, and then CSGO, uh, and then TBT, and then the golf video. So, um, yeah, all right. So let's take a, a look at this box score from last year. So Aaron Kraft played 30 minutes. He's a guy that's just a hustler, right? He's a good defender. He's going to get you some steals, right? He had three steals, actually, that, that game. Uh, he played good minutes. Uh, his price is up. Uh, he's 8K, but uh, it's good to see that he played good minutes. Another guy that played some bit of, bit big minutes, David Lighty, played about 30 minutes. He had um, 18 points, um, six boards, three assists, so... Uh, he's priced at 8.3. Again, priced up, but those two guys played the most minutes for that game last year. Um, Buford got about 22 minutes. Uh, his price at 6.9K, then that looks decent. John Diebler, I think that looks really good at 4.6K. Now, he didn't start. He came off the bench. Played 26 minutes, though. Again, he is a guy that can get hot behind the three-point line. Um, so if he's shooting the ball well, he could put up a big score there at 4.6K. I kind of like him as a value play. Obviously, would like it a little bit better if he starts, but still good to see they got good minutes off the bench last year. And then a guy like Dallas Lauderdale was not on the team last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, do not see him. But he is another guy that can put up points in a short amount of time, right? I just want I want to target a lot of bigs. I know I keep repeating myself, but bigs and point guards, guys, I think you want to get as many as you can, right? So... When you're making a lineup, I usually go with a two-center approach. So I'll go center, center, uh, and then this guard position, I'll go point guard, and obviously point guard position there. 
that's usually how I'll, I'll go about it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts there. Again, I'm interested to see who they end up starting. Um, and I will give my thoughts as we get that news. Uh, probably it usually comes out about an hour or two hours before game time. So that's why it's important to follow me on Twitter. Again, I'll give my thoughts like I did yesterday. Uh, I can even go to Twitter. Um, probably should have had this up. But um, yeah, tweet it out. Let's see. Where are we at? Uh, so Dante Green was the guy who didn't play, but he ended up being the starter for, for that Syracuse team, Bayham's Army. Um, I mentioned I liked him as a big, and he was like below 5K. Uh, again, Deshaun Stevens pulled up some stats here from last year. He averaged a double-double. I said I really liked him. Uh, and then, again, Diamond Stone out. I really like Eric Thompson's value play. So you'll get stuff like that. If you follow me on Twitter, again, I'll give my thoughts. Uh, and if you're curious, if you want to ask me a personal question, you can always DM me. Um, if you want to say, like, who do you prefer between this player or this player, I'd be happy to help. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you like this video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. Again, guys, we've got so much content for coming out for you guys every single day. Uh, but, yeah, I hope you guys have a good day. Um, hope you guys win some good money tomorrow, and I will see you all in the next video.